podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Um, before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the most innovative, you know, technological machine you'll ever find. And it's so easy to use. You know, we have three of them. We love them. Um, they, they, they're always, they're always giving to the community, but they're always innovating on their own, on their own products too. So go over and check them out. Mention coach unplugged and they'll give you a uh, $400 off for coach Collins. Um, and also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's got everything you need to become a better basketball coach. We always tell our players that we want them to work on their craft. Well, are you working on yours? And that's one of the ways I've worked on my craft. It's something, you know, from someone that's been, that's coached a nationally ranked team that has won numerous state titles that has done those things. This is what, you know, I spent several years putting this together of things that would, that I could share with the world to make coaches better. And the roadmap will take care of it and we'll walk you through everything you need. So go over and check it out. And just in closing, if you like this podcast, go over and check out high school hoops, go over and check out the five minute basketball coaching podcast, go over and check out funnel down defense podcast. All of them are great. Um, and leave a five-star review. We'd love that. All right. Have yeah. a great day. Yeah. So, uh, so I accepted an offer to go be ahead of school at a, a Christian school in Maryland called Washington Christian Academy. He's going back East people. He's going back go. East. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so with that job and that responsibility, so in essence, kind of being the CEO of the organization, if you will, you're basically a principal, uh, you're a principal kind uh, of, now uh, bigger than uh, that. Uh, yeah, a little superintendent, bit. more like a superintendent. Kind of, yes, okay. yes, that's okay. probably a okay. better cop. Okay, um, and so I'm not going to be able to coach varsity basketball anymore. Uh, so okay. I'm stepping away from the game. So it, 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 you know, it's a great opportunity. I'm excited about it, uh, and I'm realized I'm still coaching. I'm, I'm just instead of coaching people who are executing a game plan and running an offense, I'm coaching people who are executing a strategic plan and run and we're running a school and so it's still coaching. every so so this is what i tell people everyone's a coach and they yes. look at me like what are you talking about like I, I i i have two kids i've coached my kids i have coached people i work with i have coached and they've coached me it's like you coach if you if, unless you're a hermit and living yes. in a shed by yourself or something you're right. always doing those kind of things because it's, uh-huh. it's, you know, it's leading, it's dealing with people, it's building exactly. community, it's all that stuff. So yes, that's a yeah. great way to to um to think about that, Coach. What what is something you took away from all your stops? Because to be honest with you, you're probably in the top ten percent of movements that I've interviewed in the last year or two. Oh wow! Like, well, and, oh, I'm and, just saying it's like it's not bad. I'm just saying, what did you learn yeah. about each process, or what what? what would you say about that? Cause that's a, that's a, that's a career worth of, I think the average person has seven jobs or something like that. But mm-hmm. anyway, so it's typical, but from coaches don't tend to do that quite as much. I'm not sure why, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, and before I even say that I'd be remiss to, to, to not say if I didn't say that everywhere I've been, I was fortunate enough to work with great coaches and, 
have the opportunity and privilege to coach great kids who took ownership of what we were trying to do. And so I, I want to be careful when I talk about, you know, where we were, we started to where we finished. Right, that right. doesn't happen without those people, you know? And so, uh, you know, at, at every stop there, especially they're pivotal kids and families that just say, you know what, we are on board with you and they help bring everybody else along. And so it's, a, it's important. So that kind of segues into to your question. I think at every stop, figuring out like, who are the people that really love this and how do you build deep relationships with them uh, so that they're willing to walk through the, the tough, the tough parts of it with you? Cause the jobs that I've taken have all been rebuilds and it's tough in those, in those early years uh, where, you know, things aren't coming as fast as people may want it to come. And so building the relationships, the bonds, figuring out uh, who you're, who's going to walk through it with, with you. Um, yeah, I think I think that I think that's important for people listening. It's like um I, I don't want it's almost like reading the room when you move into a new yes. place because mm-hmm. it's about who are the shakers and movers. Because <laughs> every every community has some of those <laughs> specific people that um are the ones that are going to help you, you know, process and build community and do those kind of things. And you know, it's like um it might be the custodian i mean i mean i tell you in our school the head custodian she's one of the ones that she's like what i need that anyway yeah yeah on rocks like it's like Mm -hmm. that's who i go to like when i need because she's a shaker and the mover like she's the one that's gonna make a a community of like 25 3,000 kids and all these staff members move because she's the one that does it so um, I think that's an important process too. I think mm-hmm. you, 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 you kind of talked about there, coach. Yeah. And then I think another thing I've learned is when you get to a new stop, two things, one, everything you did that made you successful at the prior stop may not always translate. I learned that the hard way when I got to Ohio, um, you know, because um, my last year in Indiana, we, we were running the system and it was, yeah, I, 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 we, I figured we dived down there at some point, but, uh, but uh, it was, it was so much fun. We had a great time. And when I got to Ohio, I was, I felt like I had better athletes and, oh yeah, we'll just plug and play. Okay, so before and, we, before we move on that, so do you think the system, I, I have a theory about the system and people that are listening don't know, it's kind of the Grinnell, Loyola, Marymount. Right fast multiple possessions pressure up and down mm-hmm. some depending on the program like hockey kind of substitutions anyway right. um little in and out five in and out uh do you th- what kind i mean i have a theory about this what kind of players do you think it works best with unselfish ones no <laughs> Because you're supposed to rank them. Like, you're the number one shooter, you're number two, and you're supposed to, like, there's things in the system that, yeah. yeah. And I think it depends on your your iteration of it. Like, I, I never did a preferred uh, shooter type of thing. But the other thing is, kids are smart. No matter what you run, they know who needs to get the ball. Like, who can hoop? <laughs> who can hoop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so, you know, we... We I think it works for I, I think it works for the so let's rate teams from a being like my best team I've ever coached which had a couple of professional guys to the F team 
I think it works for the C plus B minus team the best. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. ones that are good but not great, like you said, right. Matt. Um, I mean, it's not. I don't care what you do with the D's or the F's. You can yeah. run whatever system. It ain't gonna matter because the better team's gonna win. It's a math problem. They're gonna have more possessions. They're gonna shoot better. They're gonna beat you. But it's more for that team that maybe I'm not as good as your team, but I'm close. Like right, right. I'm gonna beat you 30 out of 70 times. We yeah. or 30 out of 100 times. I'm gonna beat you 30 yeah. percent of the time. Well, I think the system can help you maybe move to like coin toss kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's just my theory. Yeah. I've never run it, but that's my theory. No, it, it, that's a good theory because, you know, and I think scrappy teams, it works well for them. Um, you know, just when you're causing the amount of chaos that you can cause. And the times that I've gone to it, um, the couple seasons that I have, you know, we we beat teams that we had never beat before. You know, and 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 it and ironically, it, it wasn't necessarily because we shot the lights out. It was just the cumulative wear down a couple moments in the game where they just fell apart completely and we made a run and and then just the emotional toll, especially, you know, if if you're if you're if you're coaching on the girl side, I I would I would strongly consider it because again, just and, and I you know, it's just the reality of the girls' game, they're not as many ball handlers. And you know, that one girl, you start wearing her down or that one and a half girls, you start wearing them down and they got to go out the game at some point, <laughs> you know, and so, but anyway, that's a, that's a whole other story, but yeah, so that the lesson there was, um, you know, you have to be ready to, to relearn in each environment. And then the last thing I would say is um, when you step into a new situation it's very easy to come in thinking you have all the answers and and I would encourage you to take time to, you know, and all my jobs have been rebuilds, but you know, one of the things I'm glad I did, and I don't know why I had the wisdom to do it, but for whatever reason I did, I always took the time to talk to the returning players and figure out what was it about the past that you enjoyed? Like what were the great things, you know, and, and really just tried to honor that even though there were going to be things that were going to change. But if there was something that was good that could stay, then I would try to find a way to, to make that happen as well. But I think it just gives you some, um, helps you earn a little relational capital as a coach because you're not indirectly coming in saying everything you all did before I got here was bad. And I, right. I've seen coaches do that and it backfires. And I think, and I think the, at first, I think that first six months is big. Mm-hmm. Huge. Like it's going to, it's going to be whether you can turn the tide or not is how you come, how you approach like it. it, And it's, and it's way you should go through life. You should listen more than talk initially. I mean, obviously you're going to have to talk about your pillars and your theory and those kind of things for the people building a program, but you you, let the, let just be a fly on the wall and listen. You're going to find out a lot about like what happened, what worked, what didn't work. Yeah. How does the community work? Because it, it's a every one of those. I think there's like sixteen thousand high schools or something, or 20, it's some crazy yeah. number of high schools or twenty eight thousand. I don't know. But of all those high schools in in the U.S., um, they all have their own culture. Every one of them. Right. It doesn't matter if right. they're D 
two city blocks away. It's different. Yeah. It's a microcosm, and you have to figure that out, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to go in and think you're going to run X, Y, and Z and do X, good luck. You might. Right. It might work. But you're rolling the dice, in my opinion. You're rolling the dice a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts on that, Coach are. No, I agree. I think, it, yeah, I think it's just important. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and you're you're absolutely right when you said the first six months, and, and you, you just gotta establish your culture, your your identity, who you're trying to be, and you know the other lesson I've learned is figuring out, okay, what kind of people can I lose with? <laughs> you know, uh, because there's gonna be losing, there's gonna be hard things, and you want the right people in the locker room around your program. Um, and sometimes those people aren't as talented, but you know, just, I can't remember what coach I heard say that, but they just said, figure out who you're willing to lose with. And I just thought that was really good. That. I've tried to apply that on the last two stops and I've had some coached a lot of kids that I was willing to lose with. And you what know, do you, what do you think in basketball, the hardest thing to teach is? Ooh. Um, you know, it's funny. I think in your last podcast, uh, I, oh, I'm blanking on the coach's name. I want to say Coach Cup, but it, I might be wrong. It was Cup. Cup was recently, yes. Yeah, or it was last one I had a, a chance to listen to. But, uh, I mean, communication is a big one. I think teaching kids to talk, because I think we just we just tell them to talk, and we don't really we tell them teach to them lead how too. to communicate. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, I would say, you know, from an intangible, intangible, excuse me, standpoint, helping kids learn how to communicate at a high level effectively is one of the harder things to do. Um, oh, that, yeah, that, that's probably, I would say one of the toughest things. I think I think screening is a hard thing to teach. Well, mm. not even reading. Well, I think people over, especially at the high school level, worry about how to read screens too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think setting screens is one of those weird micro things that is. Yeah, kids think they know how to set a screen, but they really don't really know how to set a screen or use a screen very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Steph Curry knows how to use a screen very well. You yes, know, he does. <laughs> um, how did how did you when you were how did you practice plan? What was your what was your your kind of thing with practice planning? So uh, started off uh, with kind of our uh, objectives. Like, what are the things we're really trying to get done? Uh, all, oh, and before that. Um, what kind of practice is it? Is it kind of a, a, a building practice where we're, we're building some new things or installing? Is it a maintaining practice where, you know, we're kind of reviewing or is it a recovery practice after a game where we're, you know, just we're practicing, but we're right. you know, trying to active recovery. Uh, so kind of, first of all, thinking through which one of, which one of those things we're, we're doing that day. Uh, but then what are the two or three objectives or four at the most that we have for the day? Uh, and so kind of start with that and then build everything out from that. But everything in practice points back to our game model. So I've been influenced by uh, just kind of soccer and 
um, just game models and uh, tactical periodization and stuff like that. I think that I think their soccer's killing it on some of those things, and I think we're way behind. Uh, and so, creating a game model and thinking about the phases of play. So we're either always playing half court offense, transitioning in the defense, playing half court defense, transition to offense, and it just kind of keeps going. Other than free throws and out of bounds. Amen. Amen. Yes. There's four things. I, I was talking to yes. a coach last night about there's four things in basketball that you do. And, and, and us as coaches work on offense and defense, but we don't work on the transition to offense. We don't work on the transition to right. defense. We work on these two with the mm-hmm. other, the game is one of those four things at all absolutely. times. You're either on absolutely. offense, you're on defense, or you're transitioning to two of them. Yeah, That's it. you're like, absolutely now, right. You, you can get into your running, but think about how much time and practice we work on our offense and how right. often do we actually in the half court work on, you know, it's, you know, this like, right. um, which to your point. So, you know, and we, we talk about a drill of the day or favorite drill. This is another one of my favorites. Uh, it's just five on five, two transitions. And so we'll start in the half court. Maybe we're working on one of our pick and roll sets. Um, and again, I try to I try to coach both sides of the ball at the same time. So we're working on pick and roll defense. We're working on pick and roll coverage. Um, and so the team starts with the ball. You know, we play that possession. So make, miss, whatever. We're going the other way. So now we got a chance to look at our transition offense for one group, our transition defense, and then half court defense the other side, and then we come back. So both teams have had a transition of offense and defense and they played offense and defense in the half court. And for the kids, they play five on five and they're more engaged. It's more competitive. And we're actually doing things that are going to transfer to the game. So we do a lot of that. Kind of I stuff. love that coach. So here's what I call that. So for the people listening, I call, we do one trips and two trips. Yes. So one trips are the offenses goes and then the defense gets to go back on offense. Mm-hmm. It's a one trip. And then a two trip is you get to go on offense, go on defense, and you get to go on offense. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. So we call them one trips and two trips. So, all right, we're going to do one trip. So they know the, 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 let's say the green team versus the white team, the green team will be on offense. They'll go. And then the white team will get the ball and go the other way. That's a one trip. And then we stop and then we switch. We go one trip and we stop and we correct. And then we'll go two trips where they go down, back down. Like, um, so you get two trips of offense or two trips of defense, whatever it is. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I think that's a great, and that's why I, that's one of the many ways I work on that kind of that transition, um, yeah. which I think is, is a super important thing. Um, what's one thing I'm going to just jump around. Cause I got a, we got about 15, 20 minutes here. I, what, um, what's one thing you, you learned this week, this week. Oh, I love that. Um, it's been reinforced. I won't say that I've learned it this week, okay. Okay. but it's been reinforced. Continue to take time to slow down. Just slow down and, and, and just enjoy the moments, be present in the moment. Uh, I mean, Right now, our house is full of boxes. We're we're we're, get, we're gearing up for a cross country move. Um, but even you know when when I got the email and and responded, and then you all responded back. Like I just I just took the time to enjoy because 
I'm not planning for a season. I'm, I'm grieving that in a lot of ways. Oh, it's a and, death. And so, it's a death. Yes. It's a death. Yeah. Like, yes, there's, and, there's some grieving. Yeah. And so the opportunity to kind of think about basketball a little deeper, gear up for a conversation, go back and watch some film and those kind of things. Uh, I just slowed down and enjoyed that. And I'm hoping that this next stage, that's a way that I can stay connected is, you know, just, you know, be a sounding board for other coaches, be someone they can share for my, my insights, my mistakes, those kind of things. Um, you know, invest in the mental and emotional health of coaches as well. I think that's important. You know, we got to take right. care of ourselves. So I'm looking to stay connected. So I, I was just thankful and um, just the opportunity to reflect on just my career coaching and you know just the relationships and all those things so i would say this week just reinforce slowing down um, and appreciating the things that you have an opportunity to be a part of i think the i think the um i think covid did that for me at least mm, yeah. um i took my watch off for a year and a half like i don't i mean i don't have it on right now but i, right. I was always like it, it, and, and trust me covid sucked it sucked we didn't we didn't have a season it was horrible oh. but um it was like, whoa, like it allowed me to slow down to, you know, it was an interesting transition. Um, and I've never talked about this in the podcast, but it's like, it showed me that I'll be okay. Like yes. I've been coaching yeah. since I was 21 years old, like, mm -hmm. and I'm in my mid fifties. So it's like, mm, I'll be okay. Like, it's not like, if you'd have told me that in my thirties, I would have said, Ooh, I don't know, but it's like, it, and it, I think that the point you were making, it made me slow down and made me yeah. quote unquote, smell the roses kind of thing. It's like, it'll yes. be all right. It's like, there's other yeah. things I got things I can do. I'm going to go fishing. I got, I got things I can do. Um, but I think that's a, I think that's a great transition. Um, and I, I think I, I just want to add on that before you, before you switch, I think for all the coaches that are listening to this, there's a lot of wisdom in what you just said, because again, coaching is what you do. Hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, maybe go over and check out Coach Collins' other podcasts, Teacher Sidekick and High School Hoops. Um, subscribe, like, leave a five-star review, maybe. And then uh, also you can go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.